following is a production of Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. All right, y'all, bring it in. It is time for another edition of 83 Till Infinity. It's John Brown. Mike Jones not here this week. Filling in for Mike Jones is my man from New Twist Radio, from Intelligent Ignorance, and from phillygoflow.com. A very busy man, but I'm glad he is here. Ladies and gentlemen, on the microphone with me this week, Justin Watson, a.k.a. J. Chris. What's going on, man? What's going on? Glad to have you, man. I'm happy to be here. Going to sit right, talk a little Sixers with me today? Yeah, absolutely. Man. I can't Definitely. Wait. Are you watched the game last night? What did you think of that game? Beat up on the beat up on the Lakers on Wednesday. Excuse me, Tuesday. I I I enjoyed the game. I enjoy, anytime we beat the Lakers, I enjoyed it. Exactly. We talked about we've talked about this before in previous conversations. All beating up on the Lakers is always good. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's LeBron. I don't care if it's uh. Uh, Kobe, I don't care if it's Shaq, I don't care if it's Magic Johnson, I don't care if it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I don't care if it's Wilt Chamberlain, but Wilt was great when he was in Philly, but when he was in a Laker, that's a whole other story. Wilt James, is the GOAT. Yeah, he, he is. He's Philly, Philly, Wilt is the GOAT. L.A., Wilt, uh, I don't I don't know. L.A., Wilt with the headband. Yeah, 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 no. That's, that's <laughs> a no for me. <laughs> However, what did you think? I mean, yeah, I understand they didn't have Kuzma, they didn't have LeBron, but that's still a big win, and they're still doing their thing on this uh, on this stretch of games. A lot of people thought that it would be uh, a lot of people thought this was going to be a big test for them. So far, so good. Well, it was a big win because it was a win that they had to have with no Kuzma, no LeBron. The Sixers were definitely expected to win that game and, and win it handily, and they were able to do the, just that. Uh, being the fact that you know there were some moments in the game where you know I was a little bit nervous about you know because Sixers have a tendency to give up a lead, but yeah. as of late, like last couple of weeks, they've they've done a pretty good job of holding on to leads. Mm-hmm. Um, last night looked like they were going to kind of blow a lead again. Uh, which they they kind of did, but not really. I mean, they they pretty much wire to wire had this game won. Um, but you know, I I would love to see them not. I mean, everybody makes the run, ranks a run. It's mm-hmm. the NBA. I would love to see them not give up that type of run. They gave up like a fifteen zero run yeah. while they were up by like twenty something points. So it, you know, it kind of you know made you nervous a little bit because oh here we go again. It's almost mm-hmm. like with this Sixers team, you're almost waiting for that moment because in yeah. the beginning of the year. You know they were they would have leads and then blow leads. Mm-hmm. It's like oh here we go again. But last couple of weeks they've done a better job of of holding on to leads, and I hope it's something that they can continue to do throughout the rest of the season. Team's gotten better defensively. Absolutely, they're playing a lot better defense. Mm-hmm. Um, what what is it about the defense that stands out to you? What do you think is uh, what's Act- been activity? The key? Okay. Activity. Um, to me, uh, in my personal opinion, I think the activity in the passing lanes, I think the activity um, 
being, uh, you know, active with, uh, you know, like the, I, I think about the James Harden game, the, the Houston Rockets game, the, yeah. the job they did with James Harden. The game plan was to go in there. And, and be, I, I say that they gave James Harden the Dennis Rodman, Carl Malone type treatment. They kind of got under his skin. He still scored 30-something points. He didn't score 40-something, but he scored 30-something yeah. points. But he also scored a chunk of those. A huge chunk of those points in the first half. Yes. Huge and, and chunk he, in the first half. And, and he then, didn't play the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they got under his skin, but he still – I mean, he was the only scorer that Houston Rockets had, so he had to score. And they, the Sixers still blew him out, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just being active defensively. Uh, the, the, the Lakers game, there was a lot of um, sloppiness by, from the Lakers, but – the Sixers took advantage of it, and that's what you want to see. You want to see the defense can, uh, you want to see their defense turn to offense, and um, you know that's what you want to see from a team, especially a young team. You want to see them grow in that aspect. So you know they do it now; they'll be doing it as they mature and as they you know get through, continue through the season. Well, also in that, I guess in this game, you have to keep in mind that there was no LeBron. Yes. And there was no Kyle Kuzma. Yes. Does that change how big of a win this is? For me, no. Because And here's why. Um, like I said earlier, it was because there was no LeBron, because mm. there was no Kyle Kuzma, it, it was a big win because it was a win that they had to have. Coming off the loss to Denver, mm-hmm. the way they lost to Denver, yeah. uh, no Jimmy Butler in that game, no uh, Embiid in that game. They, I, I don't care who was playing with the Lakers. They had to win that game. Not that yeah. it was the Lakers. Not that you know LeBron wasn't playing. They had to win that game regardless. I don't care who they were playing. They could have been playing the Warriors. They needed to win that game coming mm-hmm. off that blowout loss. So, um, you know, we haven't seen the Lakers with LeBron on it yet mm-hmm. as far as the Sixers are concerned. We yeah. haven't seen them. So, you know, we don't know what that is. We see the Lakers again during the year. Um, but – you know that doesn't that doesn't take away. I mean, of course, it's like we we know we didn't beat LeBron in the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Sixers didn't beat LeBron in the Lakers, but they they beat the Lakers in the game that they needed to win, and that's that's what made it a big win for me. Coming up, got games against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Now that's a huge game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At this point, the Warriors have reached. The Warriors have reached. Uh, Patriot status for me, New England Patriot status, and the fact that I just feel like history gives them whatever they need in the sense that I will not count out the Golden State Warriors until they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, that sounds that sounds accurate. <laughs> There's no need to try and formulate an argument for somebody else. Well, the Rockets are good. Well, the Lakers might improve. Can I say well, something? Well, it's like, no, it's going to be the Warriors, can and I, we all know it. Can I say something? Sure, go ahead. Even last year, mm-hmm. I did not believe in the Rockets. They were the number one seed, I know. I did not believe in the They were a game away from the finals, I know. Mm-hmm. I did not believe in the Rockets last year. And Why not? I, because... As good as they were record-wise, I really didn't think they could compete with Golden State. And they almost proved me wrong in the in the Western Conference Finals. Being that James Harden has yet to show up in a big series, mm-hmm. being that Chris Paul has yet to show up in a big series. Chris now Paul they, has yet to stay healthy for an entire that too. 
big series. That too. And B you put you put those two together, I just I just didn't believe in, in but I mean they're great they're great against teams that they should beat. They were great in the regular season. But you put them up against the, the that Golden State Warriors team that, you know, they still hungry. As good as they are and as much as they win, they they're still hungry when it comes to championships. Would you call the Houston Rockets pretenders? Wow. Are they contenders or pretenders? Wow. Um wow. That's a tough one. Because let me tell you why that's a tough one for me. I'm a big Kenny Faree fan. Yeah, I'm a big Kenneth Faree fan. He's one of my how, favorite players in the league. And I've been, how does that happen? Let me let me let me tell you how that happened. Kenneth Faree. I'm I'm a fan of players that play hard. Okay. I'm, I'm a big fan. Like I was a I was a big Durant fan, right? Okay. I was a big AI fan. I, okay. AI played hard. I'm a big Westbrook fan, except for when he plays the Sixers, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a fan of guys that play hard and go after it. They don't necessarily have the plays run for them. But they can they can you know get things done. Now I, I wanted the Sixers to draft Kenny Fareed. It wasn't going to happen because of the position that they were in. But I wanted the Sixers to draft Kenny Fareed, and he went to Denver and then Brooklyn. He kind of fell off from Brooklyn. I didn't even know he was still in the league, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, are the Houston Rockets pretenders? Here's I'm going to have to say yes because I don't. I said I just not never I didn't believe in them. Mm-hmm. And 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 I don't want to see Roland Martin happy either. <laughs> What's you don't you don't want to see Roland Martin on uh on uh Twitter something stepping and doing. Me and me and Roland Martin actually had a uh, a Twitter conversation one time mm-hmm. because I said, and it was stupid what I was saying because at the time Twitter was only 140 characters and mm-hmm. I could not express the complete emotion of my thought mm-hmm. right and it was when the Sixers stunk okay so w- him and Roland Martin and Mark Lamont Hill were having a back and forth mm-hmm. about the, about basketball okay and I said my tweet paraphrasing the tweet my tweet said something like well mm-hmm. the Sixers are better than Rockets anyway right? oh boy and of course no at I, the time the Sixers were not, not better uh-huh. than the Rockets right but what I meant was the Sixers the Sixers will be better then the Sixers will be in the position to win a championship before the Rockets will. Okay, that's kind of what I meant at the okay. time. And this was years. This was probably about five years ago, at least. Mm-hmm. At least five years ago, okay. I said that. That was like just be. It was like at the very beginning of the process. Okay. Okay. So him and I were going. You know, he called me a fool and all. Like you know, how Roland Martin talks, he called mm-hmm. me a fool. And mind you, I used to uh, work with Roland Martin in a sense. Um, long story, like you know, I don't even want to get into that. But mm-hmm. um, you know, we had we've had a couple back and forths on Twitter, and um, you know, I just I root against Roland. Martin. I, I I respect what he does, mm-hmm. you know, as a journalist and all like that. But um, I just root against his happiness as far as sports is concerned. I understand. I hey. just do. I understand. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. Rockets are pretenders, and um, nah, they're, they're not. I, no. So, given all that, Rockets are pretenders. Are the Philadelphia 76ers for real? Are they contenders? Yes. They are contenders, but they need more. Yes. They need more. Um, they do not have. <sighs> I, see, I'm going to contradict myself. They do not have the bench to contend, right? Mm-hmm. But they're starting five when you when you say when you say MB, Butler, Reddick, Simmons, and I guess right now you're going to say Wilson Chandler, okay? 
those five, I'll put that five against any other starting five in the league. Even the Golden State Warriors starting five. Mm-hmm. I, I, even that five. I'll, I'll put them against any starting five. Now the bench, we know Toronto has a great bench. We know the Warriors have a great bench. We know the Celtics have a very good bench. We know that the um, the Bucks have a very a, a very good bench. So when it comes to that, the Sixers really need to to deepen their bench. I mean, with the with the now on the second day, the second ten day contract of Corey Brewer, that helps. You know, I I don't know how a veteran like Brewer wasn't in the league, but you know, as a steal for us, and I'm I'm hoping I'm 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 assuming and hoping that they're going to sign him to, at least for the rest of the season. You, you figured it got to right. Got to. They got, they got to. to. A veteran like that, you can't just let him go. Because if they don't, somebody else will. And it might be the Rockets. Mm. <laughs> it might be the they Rockets. could use him. They, Rockets could use his defense. They could. They could. They could use his defense and they could use his ability to distribute the ball. Absolutely. Corey Brewer is a is a, is a a heck of a, a veteran NBA player. And, you know, this team needs veteran NBA players like Jimmy Butler, like um, Corey Brewer. Like maybe a, I don't know who would you want to get in here. Um, I had a few, I had a few people in mind who I would love to co- see come in here. And maybe come off the bench. Maybe a Vince Carter. I know he's old. I know he's about to be forty two on Saturday. But um, Vince Carter coming in, veteran leadership. He veteran leadership like who can shoot now. Yeah, he can shoot now. He can shoot. Yes. I feel well. I will, I will put it to you like he this. has to shoot because he's, he's not a drive and dunk guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Our good friend Mike Jones has come on multiple podcasts that I host with him and multiple programs that I've ho- that I've I host with him and said that he thought that the Sixers should consider bringing in Carmelo Anthony. No. You're against that? No, I, I am. And I like Carmelo. I think mm-hmm. Carmelo is talented. Um I think he's a great player. Carmelo when you watch Carmelo play, if you just watch him play he takes a lot of shots, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's almost he's he's almost a black hole when you pass on the ball. And this is Joel Embiid's team, okay. And then you got another guy that needs the ball in Jimmy Butler, but he's all he can distribute as well. When if you put Carmelo on the team, would he be happy coming off the bench? If he'd be happy coming off the bench, I bring him in. Well, that's just it. I don't think he need. I this is a team that. He doesn't need to come in off the bench. You put him at the starting four. You move Wilson Chandler to the bench, and that gives you more. That gives you a little more leeway and a little more depth. Because I guess the, I'm pivoting this into the conversation about the issues with depth and rotations. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, you know they're losing leads. They get a big mm-hmm. lead. They had a big lead against the Lakers, mm-hmm. and honestly. Pretty much up until about two minutes left in the game, you thought there could be a chance yeah. that they blow it. Yeah. yeah, they need points off the bench. And if Carmelo is willing to come off the bench, it's okay. Nah. But, but now you but, move Wilson Chandler to the bench. Okay, let him okay. play. Let him play the but uh, then, four. But then you need somebody to defend. No, Carmelo's not n- that guy. No, no. true, true. Now, Wilson Chandler can defend better. I, I think Wilson Chandler is a better defender than Carmelo. But Wilson Chandler can't stay healthy. True, <laughs> that's true. You can't stay he's, healthy he's, he's at old, all. He's an older guy. So, yeah. So would so would you do need to bring someone in here that can start that where Wilson Chandler can come off the bench because Wilson Chandler, 
you know, for all intents and purposes, probably did not expect to start on this team and did not mm-hmm. probably did not sign to be a starter. I mean, he's a starter and it's all well and good. But, I mean, if you want to bring somebody in to start over Wilson Chandler to have something coming off the bench, um, I mean, if you if you if you sign somebody that's that talented, what do you do? Do you put Wilson on the bench, or do you put JJ on the bench? No, nah, you keep JJ in the lineup. We put Wilson on the bench. That's what you're looking for. You need a better power forward to yeah. come to come off the bench. No, you need a better power forward to start. Oh, to start and to put and to well, see, everyone what, everyone at their on their see, fourth. Everyone on the four. Everyone on the four at the four right now mm-hmm. needs to be pushed back a spot on the depth chart, and you need a real starting. Power forward. You need to know what what you really need is a real starting point guard. You got a real starting point guard. Mm, I think, and I'm not saying he's not talented. He's fine. What I'm, but I'm, he can cause mis- mismatches, right? He's fine. But I want my point guard to be able to, to be a, a threat to shoot the ball, to shoot the outside shot. I need my point guard to be able to distribute. Your I'm, point, your starting point guard gives you 16, 8, and 9. Okay, you're, okay, but listen to this. Mm-hmm. Your starting point guard brings the ball up and, and, and the defenders play behind the foul line. Okay. Where's your big man? Your big man's if either big, spreading the floor. If your big man's in the post, he's not getting the ball, and that's who you need to get the ball. Joel Embiid scores 27 points a game. I think he gets the ball just fine. And he, and he scores he – scores, Seven, let me score. He scores maybe six from the from the uh, three point line too. Side note, real quick, because mm-hmm. I was looking through this through our whole conversation. Mm-hmm. This is my picture of me and Roland Martin at the Wells Fargo Center. Mm-hmm. That's 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 my bed. That's Waterhead Roland. Don't call that man a Waterhead. <laughs> he only like got a bunch of water in his head. He <laughs> <laughs> do that to that man. All right. And either either way, I understand the whole conversation about Ben's jumper. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very cliche. I mean, think about it. Okay, is, then mm-hmm. when when you have, uh, if you can bring in a veteran point guard, mm-hmm. a Rondo who doesn't mm-hmm. shoot well, okay, right? um, that there this the list is very short of veteran point guards to bring in that don't shoot well. Mm-hmm. Very very short. Even Jason Kidd developed a jump shot where he was formidable to be able to be a threat to shoot the ball. Ben Simmons is not it's not even a thought and I and I think until he develops the confidence to shoot the ball from beyond the foul line I I, I think it's going to be it's 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 going to be detrimental to the team because he's not going to be able to there you saw what happened in the playoffs last year I just see what happened in the playoffs so let, let me but so let let me put this on your mind okay. think about this all right mm-hmm. Sixers have 37 wins on the season I believe let's, let's. Let's take a look at yeah, this. Yeah, I think I think you're right. 37 and 18, I think they are. Oh, excuse me, 33. Oh. 33. <laughs> we, we were both off. We were, we were both ra- rather generous. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. But still, 33 and 18. Mm-hmm. Your starting point guard, 16 points a game, eight rebounds, uh, eight assists a game, nine rebounds. You right, offer right. that to anybody. You say anybody. You say yeah. anything other than Ben Simmons. In the regular say, season, okay, that's fine, but it's the regular season. Right, well, this is still we went championships are won in the playoffs. I understand that, but you're still talking about a kid in his second year, right? And that's why I'm saying so, he needs to develop the confidence. The, the, to see shoot his the jumper. The jumper will come. The jumper will come. But when's you he going to shoot it? Eventually. I can, he's is, was he a year he, and a half? Here's the he's thing. a year he, and a half into into a his year and a half. Into, he's a year and a half into his career. I can probably count on he's one hand year. how many times he shot the ball beyond the foul okay. line. But you acknowledge a year and a half in, 
Mm-hmm. But why are we worried about this? A year and a half in. Your starting point guard gives you 16, 9, and 8. Right. 16, 9, and 8 from your point guard. None of it from the outside. 16, 9, and 8. Okay. Fine. None of it from 16 the outside. 16 points is 16 points. What was he giving us last year? What was he giving the Sixers last year? 15 points. And how did how did that fare in the playoffs? This is rookie year. They get, they finished. They won a series. They lost in six game, uh, five games okay. to the Boston Celtics. To the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics are a good team. They didn't lose. They, to, they, they didn't lose to some cut. They didn't they lose. Shouldn't, to, they shouldn't have lost to the Celtics. Why not? They should not have lost to the Celtics last year. Okay. Either or. Either either way. I, I put part of it. I put part of it on the on the fact that. Um, uh, MB got hurt right at the end of the year, and then mm-hmm. that kind of threw some things off. Mm-hmm. But I, I really believe Boston I really Celtics think, for a higher seeded team. I really think I really think that the Sixers. Well, I, th- I think the Sixers overachieved a little bit last year too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think, I think they were a little bit overachievers. But they overachieved last year. But now they're doing. Are they overachieving this year? They're doing better than they were last year. They have they have a better starting five too. They have a better starting five. You're, and your starting point guard gives you 16, See, here, 9, and 8. Here's the thing. Here's, here's, the, here's well, Let me tell you why I think they overachieved last year. Okay. Because the they finished and, and they did what they did, okay? But they finished the season with that long winning streak. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what put them in the fourth spot mm-hmm. last year, right? Okay. Right now they're, they're, they're steady in the fourth spot. And you expected them to be better this year than last year, which they are. Right, mm-hmm. but they came last year when they went into that winning streak. It came after the the Bellinelli uh, signing. It came after the Ersan Ilyasova signing, okay. and it changed the dynamic of their offense. It, mm-hmm. it gave them shooters. Okay, right. So now, once you get into the playoffs, if your shooters can't hit, and we saw this like mm-hmm. in the, in the mm-hmm. Celtics series, they they couldn't. The shooters were not hitting well. They and they definitely weren't defending well. Mm-hmm. Right. Then then you got to drive to the bucket. Mm-hmm. Which you would expect Ben Simmons to do, which he does better than any point guard in the league, except in that playoff series last year. Okay, except you live that. and you learn. You live and you learn. That's his first playoffs. That was his what, first but year what, in the playoffs. What have you seen this year to make you think that he learned from that? Does he not shoot more jumpers? Have you not seen him watch him shoot more jumpers beyond beyond fifteen feet? No. Well, you need to start shooting threes. Well, you asked to become Reggie Miller. He's, he, I mean, you, you give he me, might not. You give me something from the elbow. You Has you not you not seen him shoot more jumpers from the elbow? No, I think he shot. I, I think he shoots more. You see the fact that he shoots. You see that he shoots I, more, I, and I you watch, and you see him, and you see him shooting, and, good. and you see him shooting more jumpers in practice. To me, you're seeing, but to me, you are seeing the fact that there's cause for optimism that this will come. I don't think this is that he has an inability. I think that. Honestly, this is about confidence. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But the confidence will come. But meanwhile, in the, but when, in the in when? the what do you mean when? How it's does, just, he's does, a year does, and he is a whoa. year and a half does, into his career. How does the confidence come if you if you never shoot it? Where does it comes the confidence natural. come from? It comes with patience. To quote the great Aaron Aaron Rodgers, R E L A X. Listen, relax, listen, but, man. But you have to build the confidence. It's you don't coming. just all of a sudden now I'm confident. No, he's been he's shooting all, jumpers in yes. practice the last two seasons. Okay, even three he's seasons. He's only had two seasons in the league. He want, hasn't even had two seasons in the league. How many? How many? How many of those practice jump shots that he takes that he makes? How many of those count in the game? None. But they count towards his confidence, and it's slowly. What do you, do you think? This is a light switch. 
You think it's going to no. be a light switch? No, it's, it's not. Gonna, no, it's it's coming no gradual. We've come. We've become this. This whole. We I, want this instant gratification, and that's what this is all about. People want this instant gratification. People just think that Ben Simmons is going to become Ray Allen overnight. No, 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 no. no yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, no, yeah. That's no, what no, this no. is. No, that's what no, this no, is. No. We want. We want to bash Ben Simmons over his inability to shoot jumper after jumper every night. And it's like, look, take your time. It's coming. It's, now, it's, I'm not it's saying not, it's not the inability. We see that he has the ability okay. to do it. It's the fact that he doesn't do it. Be patient. If he does it, it changes the dynamic Be of, of how defensive play plays the whole, the entire team. How many? Let's see. Let's take a look at Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has played fifty games this season. How many games did Ben Simmons play last season? Let's let's, let's take a look at that real quick. If we look at stats. 50 games this season. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm out here trying to do some math. 81 games last season. He so played all 80? Or, 81 out of 82. Missed yeah, one game. Missed one game. Okay. All right. Assists are the same. Rebounds are up. Points are up. From season one to season two. Averaging one more point a game. Let's see. Averaging... A rebound and a half more a game. Still averaging eight. So he's giving you 16, almost 17 points, almost 10 rebounds, and eight assists a night. The jumper will come. Be patient. It's not going to come overnight. He's shooting more. So maybe the pull-up jumpers will come. Wait for All it. All I'm saying is show, show, me, show, me that, show me that you have the confidence to actually put one up. Okay. That's all I'm just show me that you if okay, if you so. if you put four jumpers up even if you don't make them if you're willing to put four jumpers up a game outside 15 17 so feet mm -hmm. the defense is going to change up a little because that, eventually they will fall mm -hmm. right so But is that what we doing up. we got to stop everything just to make just How when, many, when this dude shoots a jumper, wait, wait a minute, 30, wait a minute. 33 How many times has Joel and B shot a three-pointer that you thought was unnecessary? Plenty. Why can't Ben Simmons shoot a shoot a jumper that may not be necessary? Because Ben just, ain't Joe. Just to put it out there that he can. Because Ben that, ain't Joe. That he's willing to shoot. A jumper. But Ben, because Ben ain't Joe, and also Joe Joel is the center. Ben is your point guard. Ben's right. job is to facilitate. He gives you eight assists a night. Right, he's a triple eight double assist, weight and a half. Yes, eight assists a night on a team with thirty three wins. Now, 17 okay, points, so, okay. 8 assists from your point guard on a team with 33 wins. Then what that tells me? tells me I'll wait for his jumper. How long are you willing to wait? As long as it takes. He gives you 18. He gives you 17 points. And eight, I, and I, don't, I don't think he needs to be the point guard. I'm not, not saying he's I'm a, not saying, he's a I'm fine not point saying, guard. I'm not saying he has to be a power forward because mm -hmm. I don't think that's where it needs to be either. He's fine at the point. I think, I think a point forward, I think a Scottie Pippen type would be would be better suited. I really do, I, and and, and do lately, think, well, and lately you, they've been running. Yeah, well, they've been okay. running Jimmy Butler. They've been running Jimmy Butler with the point a little bit more. And I think and it's been working it's, out well. But it's not like the alternative was really working out that it's, poorly either. But, no, it wasn't. It wasn't poorly. But when you get to the playoffs and teams are are willing in the seven game series to to pack the paint because they know you're not going to shoot the ball, it causes problems for your center. Now your center has to come out. Okay, now if somebody shoots the ball, missed the ball. Now, now, what you got down there to get a rebound? But now, if you got Jimmy 
bringing the ball up, who is willing to shoot. Now, somebody has to come out on Jimmy. Gives It gives Ben a chance to get down in the post. Who's really going to de- defend Ben in the post? Because he can put the ball on the floor down low if he needs to, mm-hmm. right? And and we know that he can score a turnaround jumper or something like that from the post. So I think he's better suited, you know, to, to be more effective in the post. Or, or I'm sorry, you know, come off the ball, I should say. Not necessarily in the ball, but off the ball than he is bringing up the ball and then giving the ball right to somebody else that's going to start, you know, that's going to start the play. Mm-hmm. I, think e- I, I think e- either or, but I, I do, I have noticed that they have been running Jimmy at the point. And I want to see where this goes. However, I don't think that it necessarily needs to mean that Ben can't play the point anymore or that Ben's a problem at the point. No, I don't think he's a problem at the point, but I don't think he needs to be the point guard. Okay, because now if if he's the point guard, right? Mm-hmm. If he's not guarding the the point guard, okay, who's who's guarding the point guard now? It's either JJ or it's Jimmy. Mm-hmm. So who's guarding the two? Which a lot of times is the best player. If 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 first of all, JJ can't guard a, a point guard no. in this league. No. Okay, so now that leaves Jimmy to probably guard a point guard, right? Unless Ben's going to do it. Mm-hmm. If Jimmy's guarding the point guard, now now JJ has to guard the two. JJ can't guard a two in this league. <laughs> who then? Who can JJ guard? So in in JJ other words, are you tell, are you basically telling me that the problem problem isn't necessarily uh, Ben? The problem is, seems to be JJ Reddick's defense. Well, when you have a guy that that's that's your point guard, that if see. What it really comes down to, and yes, J.J. Reddick's defense is a problem. Yes, we all know this. But when it comes down to when it comes down to it, Markel Fultz was supposed to be in there to be able to guard a one, mm-hmm. and and that Ben wouldn't have to. Are we ever going to see him again? Yeah, I see him every night in his nope. dress in his, well, uh, his dress clothes. Yo, he had a nice little chain though. You see him? In, uh, you yeah. see the little yeah. uh, uh, the little chain he had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't even call it little because it's bigger than any piece of jewelry I have. Yeah, I, and by any I mean every piece of jewelry I have because I don't. <laughs> All I have is a wedding ring that I don't even wear, but nonetheless. You see mine, mine is silicone. Oh, really? oh, you got one of them? Yeah, I got a few of them actually. Okay, okay, okay. Well, look, move moving forward. They still got a couple more games left. A couple more uh, on this road trip. On this road trip. Yeah. Let's look at let's look at the schedule. We got they got Golden State on Thursday. Golden State coming up. That is that's that's a big game. That's a big game because that's beyond that's beyond the measuring stick. Golden State's on this on this big roll, and you know, <clears throat> I think this is a big game for Golden State as well as the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bigger for the Sixers, obviously, but it's a big game for Golden State because it's a chance to play a team that mm-hmm. that you know has an opportunity. They could have an opportunity to play. In the finals, we don't know that you know six is going to yeah. be there. It's highly unlikely that they'll be there, mm-hmm. but it, they have the potential to be there. So and it's they a measuring really, stick game. It's a measuring stick game for the Sixers, but it's a it's a game where you, if you're the Warriors, you don't want this young Thundercat team mm-hmm. to have any confidence yeah. if they see you in the finals. And you remember, you remember uh, that second. I believe it was the second game they played last year, where they came out. I think they played. They played them at home, mm-hmm. and Sixers came out and just smoked them early. Mm-hmm. And then, pretty much after, like that was like the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Oh my goodness!" 
Yeah. Like the Sixers are blowing out the, the, the Warriors. They're the champions. Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're destroying these dudes. Mm-hmm. And then slowly but surely Golden State climbed their way back in the, in the game. Like that three years in a row, I believe. Yeah, and then by the end of the game, it was the Sixers getting smoked. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see that again. Well, I think two years ago, um, Golden State came to town and the Sixers were Sixers were giving Golden State that work. Mm-hmm. And this was still process there. This was yeah. – did MB play that night? Yeah, I think MB played that night. Okay. Golden State won by uh, a corner three-pointer at the buzzer by um, – oh, I just had his name in my uh, um, – Ma Bute? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, what's my man out of North Carolina? He plays for Dallas now. He played for Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, Harrison Barnes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah. Three point by Harrison Barnes. Yeah. So the Sixers play Golden State well. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to be interesting to see how they play with with Boogie mm-hmm. at the five because Boogie kind of has an axe to grind with Embiid because yeah. everybody says Embiid is the best center. Mm-hmm. Boogie says he's the best center. Yeah, and uh, this could be an opportunity where you know Golden State wants to let Boogie prove that he's the best center. Okay, all right. So let's take let's take a look at this road ahead for the Sixers. All right, before we let you go. Here it is. Sixers, you, you see Golden State. Uh, you, you, what, what, what's the prediction? In this game? Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, prediction. I think Sixers, I think the Sixers win the game. What? Yeah, I think they do. Okay, well, look, if you're listening to this podcast after the Sixers-Warriors if, if game. If MB plays. He's got to play. He's got to. I know, you he, know sat, he had that little situation sat, with yeah, back. Yeah, he sat a game already. He's got to play. Yeah. After that, they go to uh, Sacramento. They wrap up the West Coast sling, uh, swing in Sacramento. Didn't they lose to Sacramento this year? Uh, I don't know. Let me look. Have to see. Um, I, I think. Uh, I think they they beat Sacramento. I mean, they they beat the Warriors and they lose to Sacramento, and oh. it's probably going to happen backwards. Okay, but I just I mean you know, I like to go out on a limb sometimes. No, they have not played Sacramento yet this season. Okay, so they and Sacramento they got the young Thundercats too. So. Um, I think they, I think they, I think they shocked the world and beat the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but I think they end up turning around and losing to Sacramento. They come home play Toronto. They come home play Toronto. I think I think they'll beat Toronto. All right. And Denver they, comes back. They, Another shot at Denver. That's uh, uh, a payback game. Mm-hmm. Is that a back to back? No, that's no. they got a few days rest. Uh, that's a payback game. They they they, they beat Denver. Yeah, they beat Denver. Lakers come back. Lakers just got Lakers just got that work, and that's a that's a Sunday game, too. and that's a Sunday game. LeBron's probably back by then. Yeah, he he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think they beat the Lakers. Oh goodness, okay. Then go to Boston. Boston comes in. They beat Boston. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm, I, Apparently, I'm it's a heck of a limb right there. And then they finish up right before the All Star break, up in Madison Square Garden. Against the Knicks. Push, have you ever push, been to Madison Square Garden? I've never been there. I want to go one day. I want to go too. Maybe I was like one day. Maybe like my wife loves me one day because I know what I didn't know. What's that? Know what I know what I know. I I did not realize. What's that? I didn't realize that the train station was at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I never knew yeah, that. Right in there. Yeah. So you could take the train right up there. Kind of like a Yankee Stadium too. Oh, what? I've never been to Yankee Stadium either. I've been to Yankee Stadium. The train goes right to Yankee Stadium. You can get off right at Yankee Stadium. What? Now, what train? Could, like a, is it an Amtrak I, train? No, no, no. It's this, the, the New York subway or whatever. They okay. Call it up there. The New York Scepter. Okay. The New York Scepter. <laughs> whatever it is up there. All right. 
All right, well, I want to do that one day. I, will, I want to take a train to New York and go to a Sixers-Knicks game and then just hop back on the train and yeah, come home. I thought about doing that last year, the Christmas Day game. Oh, I, man. I, I thought about it. Like, that. if you would come up with another ticket, I'd roll with you. I didn't even come up with one ticket. Well, okay. <laughs> true, true, true. But I thought about it because I think the Eagles played that night, too. Yeah, I wanted, yeah. I yep. wanted to go to the, to, the, to the game up in Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. and, then and then come, come back. back and go to the Eagles. Now, that would have been dope. Yeah. That would have been super dope. I probably got sick or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got them. You, you got them winning a lot of games. You said they beat. I think. I think they get on a roll before the All Star break. Okay, I really do. All right, I think they get on a roll. Embiid's an All Star starter. Uh, Jimmy Butler's probably going to be an All Star. Ben Simmons is an All Star too, right? He should be. An he should be. He should be. An yeah. All-star. Okay. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, you guys. Hey, yo, tell me what you think of today's show. Hit me up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at bitw sports. Want to thank my man Justin Watson for coming through. Thank yeah. you, my friend. Sure, sure. Thank All you right. for having me. All right, look, Mike Jones might be back next week. Who knows? I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. But yo, thanks for listening. It's eighty three to infinity. We out, y'all. Peace. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to SoundCloud. BITW Sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best of the World.